for those who don't know, I am a person that suffers from different types of anxiety. I have general anxiety and social anxiety, and both of them are kind of the same thing, except they rise in different places. Social anxiety, as the name says, rises in social situations, while general anxiety is around at all times. But I'm mentioning this fact because there's this really cool technique that deals with anxiety attacks and anxiety in general. I don't remember the name of it. I really hope somebody will remind me sometime. But what I do know is a technique. Basically, you want to look around the room and begin to name things. Things that you can see. Then begin to name things you can taste. Then begin to name things you can feel. And then begin to name things you can hear. Essentially, what's going on is you're centering yourself back in reality. For those of you that don't know, anxiety is sort of being stuck up in your own head. And it's not knowing what's real and what isn't. When it gets really bad, anxiety can even distort reality itself and make you think things that aren't true. And this comes at the cost of mental fatigue and especially panic. This technique allows you to come back to reality and realize that what's going on is just a thought in your head and you can be calm. But it really leans towards one thing that ever since middle school I haven't heard talked about at all. Which is the five senses. We all know what the five senses are. We have sight with our eyes. Then touch with our hands, our body, our feet, our legs, etc. We have hearing. We have smell. And we have taste. Those are the five senses. There's also some people that believe there's a sixth sense. But in the general view of the world, five senses is what every human has access to. And something I mentioned before... The fact that I haven't listened or heard anything about these five senses ever since middle school really got me thinking. Is there something more to the five senses that we just didn't touch on? Is there something that we're doing with our five senses that impacts us in our daily life? And can we have a more fulfilling life if we lean more towards our five senses? I, that had me thinking a lot. And I ended up in a couple of answers. And I would like to tell you right now why I think we should kindle more with our five senses as a means of having a more fulfilling life. This is One Side of Talks. Let's go. Welcome back to One Sided Talks. I'm your host. Today we're talking about the five senses. Exciting times. Again, the last time I heard about the five senses or even talked about them really was back in middle school when it was the hardest thing to learn. Seriously, there's five of them. How was I supposed to remember all of them? I could remember touch because I've, I've had my hands with me. I could remember listening because I had my ears with me. But stuff like taste, how was I supposed to remember that? Anyway, that's just a different topic. But right now, I'd like to talk about how the five senses could really have an impact in our life and how right now we're really not using them appropriately see the five senses are connected straight onto us onto our brain these five senses they basically give us our perception of reality with touch we can feel texture we can feel roughness softness 
We could feel if something is liquid or solid, something is hard or soft. With taste, we can tell if something is sweet or sour. We can tell if something is pleasant to eat or horrible to eat. With hearing, we can detect things from miles away because we understand noise. And with noise, not only do we associate that to things and people and objects and emotions, but it also allows us to be aware. And it gives us a sort of baseline to understand where things are coming from and what they're doing and how things, how things are, basically. It's another way of perceiving reality. Same with the eyes, or sight, but with the eyes, it is a bit more straightforward. With eyes, we can detect shape, color, we can, detect, we can detect distance, we can detect a lot of stuff, man. And our brain is also really good at coordinating with these senses, so if something feels rough, looks rough, and sounds rough, we might stay away from it. While if something feels soft, sounds soft, and looks soft, we're going to go towards it. Our brain wants us to have these nice experiences and wants us to stray away from danger. So it relies on these five senses to make sure that we are aware of our reality. Now, right now, I want to do a little audience intervention. When was the last time you were aware of which sense you were using? And I don't mean to be like, oh, well, I was listening to something like in the moment did you ever say i'm using my senses i'm sensing this i'm sensing something you might have said yes you might have said no but i believe that a majority of people will say no we do not give that much importance to the five senses even though they're an essential part of us as people when we touch something we like that feeling. We like the feeling of touching flower petals, of touching a smooth surface, touching a pillow. We like these things. When we smell and taste nice food, we love these things. When we see a movie and recognize a story, when we listen to music, all of these things add to our life. Yet we take them as a given and not a privilege or not something that we could really enforce and be happy with so here's the thing have you ever had a cold and all of a sudden your sense of taste is gone your sense of smell is gone to some people your sense of hearing is even lighter you still can touch and you still can see but your taste your smell and your listening have been affected. How do you feel? Most people feel really frustrated. They feel like they want those things back. Yet, uh, backtrack to the day before they weren't sick. And they were going about their life as if nothing had happened. I recently began this practice whenever I start to feel sick. To start to notice how taste and smell impact my life. How whenever I eat a pizza slice... It's not the same as eating tofu. It's actually more enjoyable. It's not just the fact it's pizza. It's the fact it smells like pizza and tastes like pizza and feels like pizza. Tofu doesn't have that. And when I'm eating pizza when I'm sick, all of those things are gone. So now my experience is even worse. 
I've had so many times where I've had this urge to go eat pizza or burgers or any type of food that I can think of. And then I get sick. And I'm like, I won't let this stop me. I won't let this stop me. I'm going to go and get that food. I'm going to eat that and I'm going to feel better. You can probably guess how I felt after eating that when I was sick. Yeah, I felt just the same. Because the experience was no longer there. Now, when I go and eat that pizza, it just feels like I'm chewing something. I don't... There's nothing there for me to enjoy. And it is such a horrible experience to take something that you love and for it to be taken away from you with no remorse. It is such an awful thing. Oh, man. And this happens a lot. This happens a lot, especially when I get sick. Well, only when I get sick. I know there's people that just are born without taste or smell. Or let's take it more to the extreme. There's people that are born without the things that we consider basic. We consider basic the ability to hear. Or the ability to see. Or the ability to touch. I guess what? There's people that are born blind. There's people that are born deaf. There's people that are born with no arms. Of course, they can still feel with their body, but they can't reach out to something and touch it. They have to feel with everything else other than that. And that, to me, is a real tragedy. Nobody wants to lose one of their senses. If you were asked which sense would you like to choose, would you like to lose, if you had to, which would you pick? I honestly don't know. I see all of them around the same realm. All of them are valuable to me. I don't want to lose any of them. Yet, yet again, after middle school, when was the last time somebody talked to you about your five senses? When was the last time somebody told you, hey, you should try to get in touch with your senses at least once a day? At least once a week? Because I truly believe that through our senses, we have a more fulfilling life. Now, I'm not a psychologist, and I did no research on this. Why? Because this isn't one-scientist talks, this is one-sided talks. And this one-sided guy has a pretty lazy side. That's my only side, that's my one side. And guess what? I'm not going to do research for this one. The research for the first one, that's what you got. That's all you got. Uh, but stay tuned. I'll, I'll do a research one after this one, probably. I promise. I do. I do kind of sound like a like a dick, just me saying, "Hey, you don't expect research. It's a podcast. Come on, I'll I'll do research. I'll do research. I promise. I promise." Okay. Uh, back back on topic. I truly believe that our six senses, fuck, our five senses, <laughs> they provide a lot of positive feedback to our life. Now, why is this? Let me let me tell a little story. About me, little me. Little me was going through a rough patch around high school, as a lot of little guys that run high school do. And all of a sudden, everybody listening to music. What's up with that? Since when do people listen to music? I don't know. I never did that. So, I grabbed my phone and my headphones. I installed Spotify. And I started listening to music. I listened to this one band, this one YouTuber user music on their uh, videos. So I decided to tune in and listen to that song. It's a band Weezer. 
I listened to Everything Will Be Alright in the End by Weezer. I really liked it. Went back to their first stuff, the Blue Album and uh, Pink. Ah, uh, Pinkerton, Pinkerton. Oh man, my memory is on lock today. I listened to Blue Album and Pinkerton. I love those albums. Went through their latest album, the White Album. Love that album. And I got a lot in touch with music. And all of a sudden, I am now a happier person. How the hell is that possible? You just listened to a couple of albums. And that's it. You really didn't, you know, change anything. It's just music, man. But see, here's the thing. I had never been in touch with music like that before. That intimacy that I have with music, thanks to my sense of hearing, and my ability to recognize sounds and lyrics and messages, all of a sudden, they enhance my life. Because it's like turning a page on a book. Right now, we're not using our senses. That's like a whole chapter we're not checking out. That's a whole section of the book that we do not see yet. Is one we're not reading yet. We love all these other pages of the book. And we say as a guarantee, well, I'll get to it eventually. But we do it in such a surface level that we never truly we never truly get to it. And I know it's a lot of thought. So I'm just gonna say, I'm just gonna say straight up. These five senses need to be accessed and played around with. We cannot stay just sitting knowing that we're using the five senses in very superficial ways. Let me give you another example. Yoga. Yoga is so based around the the touch, the feel. You know, we move around with our arms. Our bodies move in ways we do not see normal. We stretch and we move. Exercise in general. We feel our bodies moving. Pumping blood. No, sweat. That kind of thing. It kind of makes us think that we're being productive and we're really active. And this activity is reached strictly through the sense of feeling. We do not even need our hands. We just need our body. Another example, meditation. Through meditation, you're essentially focusing your sense of hearing because you're not using your eyes or your hands. You're just listening to your environment. And it really brings a lot of peace. You know, this unfiltered use of the sense of hearing, of consciously hearing, it really gets us in touch with reality. And really, the five senses are all there to put us in touch with reality. And this leads me to my ultimate point. That is that being in touch with reality is where we're happiest. If you don't believe me, let me tell you another story. You might relate to this one. So, one time, I met up with a friend who I said, Hey, do you want to go get dinner someplace, you know, this weekend? Let's, let's talk. Let's, let's go rekindle. To which he said, yeah, sure. I just hope it's not Italian. All of a sudden, a million things are going through my mind. Why not Italian? Does he think I hate Italian? Does he hate Italian? Why didn't I know he hates Italian? I, w I want Italian. What do I get instead? What do 
there's just a million questions rushing through my head. Why not Italian? Who doesn't like Italian food? And all of a sudden, I have just lost my touch in reality. Now I'm questioning myself. I'm questioning him. Now reality is so out of touch because my brain wanders. All of our brains wander. If I was listening to this podcast right now, and I do this with every single podcast, my mind would have already went off and thought about something 10 times. And it's not even that long of a podcast. It's like 30 minutes. But that's the thing. That's what our brains do. We're so caught up in this society and world that is always constantly pushing us to be in touch with technology, our work, other people. And this this reality that is outside of a screen is just untouched. We're never truly aware in that. This goes back to one of the principles of Buddhism, which is to always remain in truth with reality. Because reality has no falsehoods. There's nothing false around reality. If somebody went ahead and told you that leaf, when it withers, will float to the sky. If you stick around long enough, you'll see that it doesn't. All of a sudden, that is real. That that you just saw is real. And no matter who you tell, that leaf, when it withers, will fall to the ground. They have to believe it because it's real. It's the truth. That is the beauty of reality. The beauty of reality is that there's no falsehoods. Everything is complete. Everything is true. And there's nothing to question, nothing to wonder about, and nothing to discover. Well, everything to discover. There's nothing new. There's nothing that will catch you by surprise. And there's nothing that will provide this sort of environment where you feel false. Well, you feel manipulated. Our senses help us in that so much. When you touch something, you recognize that it's real. When you hear something, you recognize that it's there. When you see something, you can tell what it is. When you taste something, it produces a reaction. All of these things and more get us closer to reality. Yet, guess what? When was the last time somebody told you to use your five senses actively? Probably never, actually. You know, during middle school, there might have been an activity where you have to finger paint, or you have to read a book, or see pictures, or hear a song. But after that, nothing. We're never told, hey, go out there and look at the nature. Hey, go out there and listen to the birds. Go out there and feel what a tree feels like. All of these terms and concepts are foreign to a lot of people. Not because they're wrong or they're bad. Or because they do not do anything to them. Because they do. They make us more complete. They fulfill a lot of psychological needs and a lot of spiritual needs. It's not because of that. It's because we do not give importance to these five senses. We take them for granted. Going back to the whole... I get sick, I can't taste anything story. Yeah, it's true that now that it's gone, I see it. But now that it's gone, I want it back. Why is that? Because our senses are so important to us, yet nobody tells you that. Nobody has ever told me, hey, take care of your hands, you're going to need them. Hey, take care of your eyes, you're going to need them. I wear glasses for Christ's sake. 
Nobody has ever urged me to keep them safe and keep them clean. Nobody has ever urged me to take care of them so properly that one day I won't have to wear glasses. Everybody just assumes that I will because they are my eyes and I need them. Well, guess what? There are blind people that have done so many amazing things. Stevie Wonder was a blind musician who became extremely popular and extremely famous. If I wanted to be a musician, I might take that as a sign that my eyes don't really matter. I can be a musician just as well without my eyes. But that's not the reason why they matter. The reason why they matter is because they add to your life. If I didn't have my eyes, I wouldn't be able to read books or watch a movie or see how people look or detect color or be dedicated to something like design or art. I would simply be walking around with no eyes, even more disconnected from reality. And I really do think that not using your senses to the fullest might not make you a sad person, but it is absolutely not making you a happier person. This isn't to say that it's the solution to everybody's enigma of life. Absolutely not. Your senses are just one thing that you can use to feel happy. A lot of it is actually psychological. A lot of it is actually therapeutical. A lot of it is up there, not in here. But what I will say is that using our senses is something so underrated. Something that people don't really talk about. And that's why I want to talk about it. Because I feel like it might add to someone's life to recognize that taking a little bit of your day to feel what a table feels like. Or really get down to tasting your food. Or being able to see the scenery. Or listening to music that you love. All of those things are amazing. And you can tell because when you lose that, you want it back so desperately. So what? Touching a tree? Smelling a flower? Seeing a rock? Is that really gonna solve all our problems? Make us better people? Make us happy? Oh hell no, don't 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 go that far, bud. But listen, I will say this. Your five senses are amazing. And they can get you really far. They can make you a really happy person. If you use them wisely and you use them in a constant basis, you can really start to get into reality. And that's where we're truly happy. Because in this sort of fantasized world, we begin to expect so much of ourselves. And when you come back to reality, you realize that everything is right here. You're enough, you're here, you're alive, you're breathing. There's so much to see, so much to do. And you're just here to experience it. And that's a really amazing thing. Um, that was really deep. So I think I'm going to leave it there. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good stopping point. Uh, go ahead and touch something. Or breathe something in. Do whatever you feel like. I might go and smell flower later that sounds nice to me um but this has been one-sided talks thank you for tuning in hope you have a good rest of your day